Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boy, on these lightning days, we just have no clue when we're going to be on, <laughs> if we're going to be on at all. It's just all up in the air. Welcome to PM Tampa Bay on Thursday, August 13th. I'm Ryan Gorman with me this evening. Morgan Lash and James Berlander on the board. So for game one, the Lightning went into a fifth overtime and completely wiped out the entire show. I had to cancel guests. We had so much good stuff. That was the day that Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris as his running mate, and we didn't get to do anything today. Didn't they know you had so much to talk about that day? It's really rude I know. to not try to wrap it up a little quicker. You know, they should really consult with me before they have these games because today I just assumed the way the setup was going to go because it's supposed to be like an hour post game that I'd be on, you know, seven o'clock ish. So I have a show planned for seven to nine. I don't have anything planned for the six o'clock hour. So I don't know what we're going to talk about for the next. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> we have no commercials. I have no idea what we're going to talk about for the next 20 minutes. I did not plan to be on in the 6 o'clock hour. I thought it's 7 o'clock. Well, come on. Uh, so here we are. And 7 o'clock was our early guess, too. That was like if the game wraps up yeah. right at 3 hours, which is your standard game time, and then we've got the hour-long post game. So 7 o'clock, maybe. But if you know the other night was indicative of how it was going to go, we thought, I don't know, maybe 7.30, 8 even. Right. I figured, all right, the game starts at 3, probably goes until, you know, 5.45-ish, somewhere around there, and then the hour post game. So maybe we'll have a few, like a few minutes in the 6 o'clock hour to kind of tell you what's coming up, not 20 minutes straight when I got nothing planned. <laughs> this fine. week things is are just... fine. <laughs> yeah, no, everything's good. Things, things are uh, going well. We do have a lot to get to this evening. Uh, we're going to talk about Hillsborough County Schools switching from four weeks online to just one. Also, we have an update for you on the Hillsborough County face mask mandate. And there was a USF COVID-19 survey that was done. We'll give you the results of that. Uh, we've got a bunch of face mask stories to get to. I've got more on the convention next week. And speaking of the convention next week, schedules are just... The next couple of weeks, I don't even know. And every every day for the past couple of months has been basically the same thing. You know, I do the show from home. It's like the same setup. There's no sports, so no interruptions and all of that. Now everything's up in the air almost every single day. So tomorrow, tomorrow I'm taking up a break. I, I I'll be honest. I don't know what it is. Is it possible to get the fatigue that typically comes with? the coronavirus without actually having the coronavirus? Because that's what I feel like I have. I don't have anything else. I'm just fatigued. I don't think anyone else has reported those symptoms, but maybe you should pop by your doctor. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm a special case. Uh, so tomorrow, you and Felix are going to handle the show. And then we got some some clips from this week uh, that, we'll, that we'll play for you as well. And we do have my national 
show for iHeartRadio. It's called iHeartRadio Communities, and that's going to start at 8.30 tomorrow evening. And if you haven't heard that show, I, I do have a lot of great guests on that show, and it runs on all of our stations across the country. And this week, I've got one of the top Facebook executives. Now he's the head of health for Facebook. I didn't even know they had like a health department at Facebook, right. but he's, he's the head of health. He handles all their health-related issues. This guy, so I talked to him. We already did the interview, but you'll hear it tomorrow night. You know, sometimes you talk to somebody and you read about their life story and you're just really looking forward to hearing what they have to say and you know, they just have an interesting story mm -hmm. to tell. And when I talk to this guy, his name is, is KX. Like okay. it's KX Gin, but, but KX stands for something, but everybody just calls him KX. So I'm uh -huh. talking to KX. He met Mark Zuckerberg on their very first day at Harvard, the first day wow. of classes no for way. both of them. Yep. I guess Mark Zuckerberg went to the class. He was up all night coding, doing whatever it is that he does with computers, or at least did back then. His shirt, I guess, was like inside out, and he felt like an idiot. But this KX guy who was who was there, he you know didn't judge him. So I don't know. They became friends. This guy's been with Zuckerberg from the very beginning, from the very start of Facebook, from the launch, and he was part of the team that created the newsfeed. I, I didn't even remember. I guess back in the day when Facebook first started. I remember when I was in college, there was this new thing called Facebook. I think we had MySpace back. We had to have had MySpace back then. And yeah, for sure. There was this new thing called Facebook, and you put in your school email address because not everybody could join. This was just for like university yeah, students, at first. right? So I'd put in my college email address, and and I don't even remember what it looked like back then. But there was a point where it didn't have a news feed. There was no news, so this guy, KX, was part of the team that created the news feed on Facebook. Wow. And then Honestly, he was the head KX of- KX is such a cool name, you have to be destined for big things. If people call you KX, there's no way you're gonna be mediocre in life. No, and he, he created Facebook groups, and now he's the head of health, but I'll, I'll say this. I'm talking to him, and I'm thinking the whole time, and you'll hear it tomorrow night, just the way he talks and stuff. I'm like, this This guy is a genius who is part of the team that created Facebook? Are you kidding me? Like, you, if really? you were just having a conversation, yeah, I don't know what it is, but if you were just having a conversation with him, you would never in a million years think this is like some Harvard graduate who is part of creating a, a website that completely changed the world. A lot of times, though, uh, the people with high IQs and a lot of creativity like that are the ones that you wouldn't suspect. Yeah. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he doesn't, if you hear him or watch him on TV, he doesn't talk yeah, well. Or, he doesn't, or he's met not, him on the street. Yeah, you'd think he's just yeah. some like lazy college kid. Yeah, and that's that's what this guy KX sounded like. He just didn't sound like a genius. But that whole group of them, I mean, they are in, in their own way. They are certainly geniuses. So you can hear that tomorrow at uh, 8.35. And then I also talk with somebody from the mental health uh, industry and we talk about loneliness I guess generation Z uh -huh. so what is it I'm a millennial I'm on the high end of you're an old millennial yeah. I'm a young millennial you're, 
You are a millennial. Okay. I'm a millennial. I'm a young millennial. And then after me is Gen Z. Gen Z. Okay. So Gen Z, what are they, like 18 to 25, somewhere in there or something like that? Uh, Yeah, probably right. just under 18 to, yeah, okay. 24, 25. I guess they're a very lonely generation. That's that's what the research shows. They're very lonely, even though they've got all these you know devices and apps and all these ways to connect with other people. They're very lonely. But that's such a fake connection. That's why it has to do with the devices and the apps and everything like that. I'm convinced, and I've said this before, but I'm even more convinced now. All this social media stuff. I used to think it was kind of like half good, half bad. Now, I think it's just bad. I, I think social media, and of course, I, I couldn't say this to the head of health over at Facebook because, you know, it wasn't that kind of interview. We were trying to do uh, some actual, <laughs> they, they are doing uh, some good things when it comes to the battle against the pandemic. But I think all this social media stuff, I think it's having just a huge harmful effect, not just on Generation Z, but on everybody. I, I think it's just so toxic. Social media is like working on Ellen's TV show. It's a toxic environment. Nothing good comes in. It's just, it puts everybody in a bad mood, right? I mean, when do, when is everybody like super no. happy on social media? Well, I I have started one thing with, with my free time in quarantine. One thing I started doing is if you post anything, even the littlest tiny bit that bothers me in any way, shape or form at all, bye, you're done. I don't want to follow you. You're blocking people? Yes. I don't want to be your Facebook friend. I don't want, if you're posting something that I don't like, see ya. I don't care. Like anymore. what? Care What's an example of, what, what did somebody post that you got rid of them over? Like, there's a lot of racist people that were, uh, were coming really? out of the woodworks the past couple of weeks. It's mostly like <laughs> random kids from my hometown I went to high school with that like work at Olive Garden right now are just posting some crazy statuses on Facebook or on their Instagram stories. And I'm like, uh-uh. We have no time for that here. We have love and we have light and you're out. No more. On my personal push. on my personal Facebook page, I don't know how many friends I have. Uh, not that many because I I don't know. I don't I'm not one. I don't really search for people. I I don't just whatever I have I have, but I only follow like 10 people because I just can't stand seeing what everybody's posting. Like just very close. Personal, oh. Yeah. You were saying you only you have friends, but you only follow ten. Yeah, yeah, close coworkers and family and and a few friends, and that's it. Basically, anybody new I add, I just unfollow them right from the start. I don't want to see their crap. Wow, I can't. See, I can't do. I've it. never thought to do that, so it would be really hard for me to go back and unfollow every single person because I don't really care about a lot of people's lives either. You got to do it. You got to go through. You got to do it. And then you got to set that standard moving forward. Anybody you add, you really got to prioritize where they are in your life wow. and make that decision right then. Then it makes it easy because I just, I want to, if I go on, I don't, again, I don't like Facebook, but if I go on, I want to scroll through real quick, see whatever, like my sister's posting something, you know, uh, family, something like that. Even honestly, this isn't a lot of family members that I've had to uh, unfollow. I'm not gonna say who, but uh, it just enough already. <laughs> so uh, that that at least gives you the chance to have some kind of a decent experience on that website. Now, Instagram, I'm not really big on. So 
I only I don't even know how many people I follow on that. I see your stories all the time. That's basically what I see. Uh, what were you doing today? Were you modeling something today? Yeah, I was being a supermodel like I usually am. But you know what? It You're was doing actually, that a lot these days. What is that? No, I'm just I became famous in my four months off picked up a new hobby. But today was especially rough because it was like for a company's fall beanie collection. So I'm out in the 90 degree heat at 10 o'clock this morning in a flannel and sweater sitting outside with a, a winter hat on my head, sweating to death. Why are they doing that? Because it's Is gonna it, be I, fall soon. It's like an online company. It's not a, it's oh. based in Florida, but it's in, they don't have a brick and mortar. They're all online. So they have okay. like swimwear and accessories and winter hats and scarves and gloves and things like that. They cater to like skier snowboarders, people that winter. Oh, okay. And, so they're sending their you know, products out. Yeah. They're not looking yeah, yeah, to get yeah. Florida people to buy it. I was gonna say that makes absolutely mm -hmm. no sense. So you're doing that? All right, uh, what else do we have to get to tonight? There was a bunch of stuff that we didn't have time to talk about. Those coronavirus love stories I want to touch on. You claim that you know the stories I'm going to bring up, that they were on TikTok? I feel like I know what you're going to say. Maybe, or if I don't, then I have a different coronavirus love story to contribute. Okay. And then did you see this Carol Baskin update today? What was the update? She, Carol... This is from TMZ. Carol Baskin debunks face group investigation into husband's case. Now, Carol Baskin is the, she the ex-wife of the guy? Don, yeah, Don Lewis. Is that his name? The one who's dead? Yeah, or they never, they, they never like split up. He no, just, I he just disappeared. No, technically got divorced. Yeah, he just disappeared and now she's remarried. She's the tiger okay, and, queen and this, of Tampa Bay. This was all featured in that Netflix show, uh, Tiger King. So TMZ says that, and this just came out a little while ago, she's shooting down allegations her missing husband is buried on her property under or inside a septic tank. Was that one of the rumors? Yeah, some people thought she could have buried him somewhere, but when she has all those tigers right there in Hungary, why would she do that? That was the theory that was on the Netflix show, that she fed the yeah. husband to the tigers but he there's, there's gonna be bones oil. tigers don't eat bones I so guess maybe not. she had to bury know. the bones or somebody did well she claims the rumors were started by a disgruntled employee who was fired three years after don's disappearance carol says she would have looked inside the septic tank to see if he fell in if the theory held any water she also says there wasn't much rain the year Don went missing and doubts he drowned. She doesn't recall the septic tank needing to be filled with dirt and posits the dirt could have been used for something else on the property. What the hell is going on with this? What was there? There was a whole thing with the septic tank? I vaguely remember some people thinking she might have dumped him in a septic tank or something. But again, why would she choose to do that? when the Tigers is such a better option. Jack Smith, the spokesman now representing Don's family, told TMZ he and a group of internet sleuths joined forces earlier this year after the premiere of Tiger King and formed a Facebook group to search for the truth about Don's still unsolved disappearance in 1997. The group believes it discovered a new lead tied to an existing theory about Don 
that he was allegedly buried on his and Carol's animal sanctuary property under a septic tank system. According to Jack, the research team has obtained the actual receipts and permit paperwork for the septic tank's installation. Carol has publicly acknowledged two septic tanks, one that she claims was installed well before Don's disappearance and another installed well afterward. But here's the deal. I guess Jack and his group, they claim the receipts show a septic tank system was in fact worked on and installed right around the time of Don's disappearance 23 years ago this month. So according to Don's family and this team of Facebook investigators, it points to the possibility that Carol wasn't truthful with her timeline and that Don may very well be under the ground like Joe Exotic himself suggested in the docuseries. He suggested that in the docuseries? I can't remember. He definitely said the time. You're supposed he to be the expert. Septic tank as well. I haven't watched it in a million years. See, this is what mm. I thought was going to happen even a little earlier, though. After watching the documentary, I figured that people were going to be bored, locked in their homes with nothing else to do, searching and trying to investigate what yeah. happened to her husband. People had That's a lot of time on their hands. That was not good for her. Hmm. Well, I wonder what it would take. I wonder if they have enough evidence to see. We need Felix here. I wonder what the process I would know. be like to dig it up, to dig up the septic tank. You know, a regular civilian just say, um, excuse me, judge. Hi, I found this piece of information. <laughs> yeah. Well, did yeah. you see that that other documentary? Don't F with cats. No, what is that? It was a Netflix documentary came out like literally right before Tiger King or maybe even right after super popular. And it's all about this crazy guy who was making these videos on YouTube of him killing cats. And they oh were like God. anonymous. You didn't know who he was. Then he started talking about like shooting people and all this crazy stuff, but nobody could track him. The FBI couldn't track him. Local police couldn't track him. But a group of like cat lovers on Facebook literally spent <laughs> all their time investigating him so that they could find this guy who was murdering these cats. He would like, put them in a dryer or like suffocate them in a vacuum and like really oh my God, is this crazy stuff. James just typed to me that the show in the show, there's gruesome footage of the killing yeah. of cats. Yes. Why they do you watch this video. stuff? Well, I didn't, I didn't even watch it, but I just know what happened. Anyways, if you watched it because in the what end, kind of sick person are you? You're watching cats getting put in dryers. That's why I didn't watch Tiger King because I heard so much about it. And then uh, I heard that okay. there were a lot of clips with the tigers and they were mistreated and abused. I'm like, why do I want to see that? Life's depressing enough. I don't need to, I see the ASPCA commercials every five seconds on TV during this pandemic. <laughs> I don't need to watch that. It's an update for you on Carol Baskin. Why do I think at some point by the end of 2020, there's going to be a huge break in that case? Doesn't it feel like it's trending that way? Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you, people have so much time on their hands. Someone's going to uncover yeah. something. And now there's the $100,000 reward. I think we're going to learn something pretty soon in that case. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.